Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm joined by my dad Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the video production company Howell Film and each week we will be discussing all sorts like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business and plenty more to come. We're always up for candidly conversing about creativity. On this episode we are answering the question how can I make my video content look more professional? So without further ado, let's get started. And of course, never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe, as well as finding Howell Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let's go. So I'm gonna. I'm, so I'm going to just to start this answer like I do every week, which is, you should make your video <laughs> content look more professional by hiring a professional. Um, <laughs> at the end, no, it's no, not more used to plugging this. No, this is not a plug. No, okay. Um, I for, for for starters, I would say that um, there's two ways of making your video uh, content look more professional. The first way is do more of it. Mm -hmm. get to know what you're doing, learn about it, um, enjoy it, get stuck in, try things, yeah. um, you know, get some nine-year-old in Delaware to teach you how to do it <laughs> on YouTube, um, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the second thing would be have a look at some of the amazing, uh, which we'll come on to in a minute, but have a look at some of the amazing tools that are out there to, to assist you in your quest for professional looking video content. Absolutely, and because now that we're in a world where social media, you can create content in social media, there's video editing yep. in Instagram and all sorts in there now. Um, you do see people who know, who feel like they need to be making this content and they need to making be making it quickly, but also not understanding those small sort of tips and tricks to give it that edge. So there's a risk there that you might be putting stuff out there that might not be, you know, up to a very good standard, which, you know, no, we want everyone to have the best standard they can. So in terms of, I know that we could go very technical in terms of like framing and all this sort of stuff, but what would be your number one thing for someone to have a go at when they're making their video content? Um, my, well, my number one thing for someone to have a go at while they're making video content is to learn how to be brutal with their editing. Oh, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> is to learn, is to basically, you can always tell when, a, when someone who isn't a creative professional or a film professional or whatever is putting video content out there because it's always too long, mm -hmm. too waffly, uh, by definition, a, a bit boring. Mm. Um, there's a lot of erming and ahhing and, and head scratching and stuff that's in the video. Um, the, <laughs> there you go, <laughs> perfect. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't count on podcast. Um, well, but yeah, so, so the art of editing is, is, that's a skill to develop and really understand where, when you've shown it, when you've said it, that's it. Yeah. You don't need to, you know, you, you don't need to be getting any more eggs into that pudding. There's a, there's a, you just, you, you, well, oh, you've teed me up very nicely. Oh, okay, here. all right. Well, I'll bat it over to you then. There's, there's number one. I've got loads. It's all more. I've got. Editing's all I've got. It's, it's. Well, the thing, the thing that um, whenever I see um, people having a go at their own video content and 
I'm when I'm looking at the editing, obviously, you know, when people are just sort of having a go and starting out, um, it's always like the cuts are a bit longer than they should be and stuff like that. But my number one rule, which I've mentioned in previous in a previous episode, is focus on the action and not the movement. That is the key to a yeah, tight edit. Good. So you know, if you're if you're getting if you're filming yourself walking into an event and you get yourself sort of walking all the way up to the door, opening the door and coming out the other side, we don't need to see that. Just think about maybe showing people that you're opening the door and that's it. And, and having a very, to have a very pacey edit is to be very, very brutal with the beginning and the end of each clip. Keep trimming that down and down and down and down until you get to just the pure action that people are interested in seeing that adds to the story. The walking, the, the sort of build up to stuff, is is unnecessary unless it adds something to your story. So unless you're creating a sort of a Hollywood style suspense driven piece of yeah, I think mastery, I think the more the key is to chop it like mad. And the more I hate to say it like this, the more homemade content is, the quicker those cuts should be because you want people to be swept into the action that's happening on the screen. You know, we, we have the luxury of when we've got sort of cinema cameras and 6K and all these cool stuff is that those cameras can really do the job to get whatever it is we want. But when you're working on technology that might not be as whiz bang high tech, you want the number one takeaway for your audience to be the story that you're telling. So that should be the priority. 100%. And don't forget, you can still make a bad film on a on a 12k, oh, 6k, 8k. Not that we have. Um, never. Um, <laughs> you can still, you can always, you can, you know, and you can make a brilliant film on a, on, on the phone in your pocket. So let's not lose sight of that. My my other. Um, oh, that sounded a bit bit forceful. Didn't oh, no, it? I was going to say. Don't lose sight of that. I yeah, know. Um, I was put in my place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the other thing as well is, it's not only about the imagery that you're filming there, and then there's lots of other things to consider. Um, Audio is one. Um, another top tip, don't use copyrighted content. Oh, please don't, don't. Don't decide that, hey, I want to play you know, my favourite my favorite track alongside my bit of content because in reality, it'll get flagged anywhere you put it. Mm -hmm. um, you'll get a bad reputation. You, you'll get black marks against you. It'll, it'll just be a bad thing to do. Um, but there's loads and loads of really cool... Um, free or virtually free um, audio out there, uh, or make your own. You know, get your little bomb tempi out and foley. Um, yeah, foley yeah, is essential. And away you go. Um, there are there's loads of little things out there. There's there's, there's loads of people making little templates, uh, little backgrounds, all sorts of things just to give just to give your video a bit of extra spice, a bit of extra interest. And Ooh. before you jump in, I can see you're Ooh. about to jump in. The other, <laughs> we, don't forget that. And my other thing, my other is just think about lighting. Think about, yeah. think about. you know, you, we see so many people who don't even follow the very basics of lighting, you know. And, and again, this is, you know, you don't, don't, you don't want to be in silhouette like you're some kind yeah, of. Don't stand you, in front of a window. Yeah, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. You know, so, so just setting the scene a little bit. Think about the lighting. Think about think about background noise, um, background imagery that's going to be distracting for the viewer. Mm -hmm. But but it, oddly, just by taking some quite simple steps, you can really move from being someone with a shaky phone. Get yourself a tripod, he says. Um, <laughs> someone with a shaky handheld phone image that's too long, 
too messy, too noisy. Follow a few rules and before you know it, you're into something that can look really quite nice quite quickly. Absolutely. And well, I'm going to throw it all the way back to editing as well, because in within that, um, you... Oh, what's the word? I've forgotten what I'm saying. Hang on. Stay, me, stick with us, folks. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> no, that's it. I've got it. So um, with editing, don't go straight to the deep end when you're making video content, because I think with the emergence of things like Instagram Reels, where you can scroll through them for hours and hours and hours, and you're exposed to so many different types of content creation, as well as different skill levels. You get some people who, it's obviously the first time they've made a Reel, and also people who are professional filmmakers, animators and stuff, all on the same platform. And that can make you, if you're just starting out and stuff, you can feel a little bit of pressure to think, wow, I need to be looking like them or they look really good. I want to try that myself. But often these kind of real based things or YouTube stuff, they're meant to look simple and off the cuff. But actually, these people might have years of filmmaking experience to make it look as smooth and streamlined as simple as that. So don't try and do a million wacky transitions and animations and and all this sort of whiz-bang stuff with loads of cuts, loads of angles, loads of lights, until, unless you have a professional to do it for you, until you've had some practice. I think keeping it as simple and pared back as you can at the start means that you've, you know, it looks already more professional. Less is more. Less is more because, you know, it, it's it, you could throw a million different effects on it and stuff, but there's no point doing it just for the yeah, sake of yeah. it and just to show that you and, can do it. And, and, and in design, you, you really, <laughs> you should, well, the essence of good design is Ooh. when, the essence of good design <laughs> is when everything that's not essential um, when is removed and what you're left with is that essential part. Whenever yeah. all superfluous flim-flam gets chopped away, what you're left with is the actual essence of good design. Absolutely. That's just a personal opinion. Um, well, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's a good I'm, opinion I'm, to I'm have. I'm not shy with those opinions. <laughs> um, but the, the, other, the other thing as well is with the making your, um, your, your work look more professional is consider introducing a second image source. So, so if you've got your phone trained on you, if you're presenting something to a piece of camera, having another phone or little pocket camera or whatever you've got, um, as a second camera, when you are editing, you can chop between them. And again, that gives it a professional feel, gives it mm -hmm. a professional look. Um, and it gives you more scope to um, add a bit more depth to, to what you're trying to, trying to achieve. No, absolutely. And I think with any kind of video content and any sort of technology relating to film, as we know, you can end up in a black hole. There's a there's a rabbit hole that you can go oh, down. Oh, there's a rabbit hole. Of there's technology. always a rabbit hole. The the you can start off with using your mobile phone, or you can go all the way up to ridiculous amounts of stuff. It's 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 unbelievable the stuff you can buy to make you know making video content a lot easier. But you do that through discovery, though. You 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 essentially. I know you got your hand up to us to to make your point, yeah. but I'm going to hold excuse, on to my excuse. point. No, it's, no it's the it's the you end up, you should use video production technology to act as a solution to a problem. So if you start making content and something doesn't sound right or something doesn't look right, and there's the opportunity to maybe invest in a little ring light or something for your smartphone or a little microphone or whatever it may be that can be cost effective and just brings it up a little bit. Like don't go with buying, you know, 
massive production amounts of technology, but just go for the little things that provide a solution. Go. Yes, my point I was going to make <laughs> is more about is more about editing and effects and, and the like, but also it does apply to hardware as well. My point is you shouldn't use it if you don't know what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. If you can't predict the results, you shouldn't use it. And that applies that applies across the board in, in graphic design, it applies in loads of things in, in, in the creative industry that just because you can doesn't necessarily mean you should, the old cliche, but also when it comes to an effect or it comes, you should, you should have an understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve. You shouldn't just fire stuff out there and hope something sticks and may or may not, may or may not look good. Mm. Um, you know, and again, a bit like what you were saying about um, stripping back the, you know, all the fancy stuff. You know, if you're working with text or you're working with um, sound, you don't need to put shadows on everything. You don't need to put glows on everything. You don't need to put mm -hmm. um, echoes and Even delay. Even though it's tempting. And it's it's tempting. tempting. It's good fun. You go, oh, that's clever. But actually, ultimately, it can all look a bit mad. And yeah. it all, can all look a bit, whoa, what's this? this person's gone, gone crazy in the sweet shop. When the actual idea you have at the beginning is to deliver a message, whatever that message is, if it's just even a bit of fun. But still, being that kind of, wow, I've, I've lobbed everything at it and the kitchen sink, did, actually detracts from the core message you're trying to get across. Yeah, because you, you look at YouTubers and stuff. I mean, the, the YouTuber generation really began, what, about 10 years ago, maybe a bit earlier than that, um, where it would essentially be young people with a handy cam in their living room or something and they'd just start talking at the camera and then more and more people would be taken in by watching what they had to say and it's only now do you see them as millionaires with like cinema technology and all this sort of stuff but they all started somewhere and they started with just wanting to talk and have a message and but it's hard graph though you know oh, don't, yeah, don't lose sight of the fact that you know a lot of the a lot of the youtube people particularly it, they they do put in the they do put in the hard yards and they yeah, do absolutely. you know it takes it does take graft to to keep doing the you know to keep doing the films to keep having the content you know to 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 gain and maintain the audience mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. takes you know it does take a, a real a, a you know well I think as an well, effort on as their part. well though that in terms of making your content look more professional is. I'm not plugging us at all, but using but using professionals in capacities that you never really thought. So, I mean, when you're making your own content, you're almost taking on the role of a filmmaker, a pre-production specialist, an editor, a, a sort of um, someone who like delivers the content and stuff. And and you've got maybe even a social social media manager role on top of that. Like when you're making your own stuff, you have to take on all of those roles that people train for individually. Like you, you don't want to sometimes be a whole one man band because you en only end up with a little bit of experience or a little bit of a lower skill level in each one. So, I mean, we have filmmakers who are specifically there just to shoot the content. We have editors like me who are literally just there to take that content and cut it all together. We have people who do logistics and, and organizing and stuff. And, and sometimes just by approaching someone where it is their specialism, you can get so much more out of that content. Like we've had clients give us mobile phone footage give us stuff that they've shot, like a video diary and stuff that they've made over a weekend or over a day. And just by giving it to someone who's got that editing experience or who's got sort of those elevated skill levels brings that content up so much more. So you can, you can often editors and, and stuff are trained to 
see the the jewels and the nuggets in the things that, away. Yeah, yeah. that the other people the diamond in the rough yeah the other the, the to you know the a normal person who isn't an editor i say normal because you know you say editors aren't normal <laughs> oh well you know me i'm dressed like spongebob as we speak um is that yeah just by giving it to someone to have a different look at and that even does have to be an editor it could just be someone who has got a pair of fresh eyes on your work just to see what they like yeah. the most. Don't take a bunch of footage and start editing it together without just sort of running it by people, getting people's opinions, preferably an editor. I keep yeah. going back I to need, that. I, I need to go back to Izzy is in fact wearing a sweatshirt with SpongeBob with a SpongeBob picture on it, which and is Patrick. Which is, Don't and forget Patrick. Patrick. She's not actually wearing a four foot square um, <laughs> yellow uh, a <laughs> piece of sponge. <laughs> well, you know, not oh, today. Oh, that'd be great. Not I think today. We should, let's do, let's do fancy dress podcasts. We <laughs> 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 <They> never know. <laughs> oh no, right, this is, this is, this is serious. So today I'm okay. dressed as Superman. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> oh God, so, that's an image, I got um, So yes, so I, like all these things, the, the key for making your, for making your video content more professional mm -hmm. is to do more of it do it more often, enjoy it, um, yeah. and also look at what other people are doing and think, and actually sort of try and reverse engineer. So you might see something um, that another, that someone on YouTube or something on Facebook or whatever has done, and you go, God, that's clever. I wonder how they've done that, or mm -hmm. I like their delivery. And have a go, just have a go at it yeah, yourself. Yeah, have a, have a play. Even, yeah. even me working in the film industry, Instagram Reels, and I keep going back to that because that's now like the core of sort of at home content creation is that that only really came out just over a year ago from when this podcast was released. And that I had to sit and I had to just have a go and see what things did because even then I, it's not, it's not what I normally use. Well, interestingly, that's, the, that's also technology and a platform that isn't designed for the professional tools no, that no, we no, use no. day in, day out. Absolutely it's, it, you, not. it's all designed to work on your phone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was I was right back at the beginning like everybody else with, with things like Instagram Reels because but then it's through just pressing buttons and, and having a go and seeing what things do that even I when I was starting off making Instagram Reels, I didn't know there was a button on the side that you pressed and it would create a silhouette of your last shot so you could align yourself with your last shot. So if you wanted to do a wacky look, my clothes have changed yeah. type thing. You could be in the exact same position. And it's stuff like that that they've developed to make content creation a lot easier. That, Like I said, even I didn't know that until I actually had a go at it. But it's not being afraid to just give it a try. And as I've said before, you... It, hmm? No, I'm just, I'm agreeing. Oh, right. I'm, I'm waving my hands around in agreement. <laughs> it's like doing the macarena next to me. <laughs> um, no, as I said before... If you don't like it yourself, you don't have to share it. You can, bloopers reels are there for a reason. Yeah. People, even the biggest actors make mistakes. You can have a go at it as many times as you want, practice it as many times as you want, delete it as many times as you want, but just just practice and, and you only have to show your best side. Agreed, 100%. My, my final tip. Okay. Buy a tripod. Yeah, or um, a tripod with a ring light. Or a tripod with a ring light. Just buy something to stop your, <laughs> your, your device jiggling about. Because yeah. just that in itself does, does great things for you. Um, and obviously, we haven't even touched on you know, the new GoPro Hero 10 that's just been, just been launched. Um, we haven't got one yet, but we've got the, a lesser nine. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, like, that, that action stuff. So again, you know, get out there. 
uh, you know, film Just some action things, yeah. have a go. But a lot of these, a lot of these um, cool new sort of action cams have got built-in image stabilization, mm -hmm. which is which is which is great. Which is hard to say with this these particular teeth in. Um, but you know, again, you haven't got giant joke teeth in either. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, ultimately, uh, stick at it, keep at it, have some fun with it, and when it gets serious or you're out your depth or there's a commercial element to it or a, or a high order image element to it, you should really be talking to a professional at that point. Absolutely. Just ask, even ask the question yeah. and, you know, just see or look on YouTube and see what other people have said and, and their experiences because 100%. it's always, and it's also the things that you think look difficult or actually can also be quite simple and, and you have a go and, and it, you go, oh, okay, I'll do that again. And, and it, it's about just building your experience and that comes alongside your skill level. But any final thoughts to add on said question? Um, I don't think so. I think, I think I've, we've, 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 we've covered it. I mean, we'd love to hear um, if people have got opinions. You know, we're always, we're, you know, we're always, this is a two-way traffic, you know, two-way street we've got going on here. And we do, we do hear from people who've got ideas and opinions and, and like, to, good. like to correct us from time <laughs> to time. Um, yeah, just just Andy, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, if you get yeah, just get stuck in and and and, and enjoy it. Yeah, okay, I 100 percent agree. Is there a final question at the end of this? There is, and I've been thinking about what to ask you the entire time, what? so I've been somewhat distracted. My question is, and it's not a silly one, so you don't have to look at me so uncomfortably. Okay. What's your favourite piece of technology that you use in your day to day? <sighs> Well, I could I could just say something as grand as my Mac. Well, that's just right, like because well, yeah. I, I quite like my Macs because I've got more than one. Oh, I see. Ooh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Plural. Um, fa a favorite bit of technology? Um, probably the newest thing we've invested in. So Which is? we've got we we we're just testing out one of the new Blackmagic um, studio cameras, four K plus. Um, it is with, very cool. All the, all but the what's, and what's your most exciting part of that entire camera that you were really, really taken by? What the the flip open viewfinder or the no. um, which bit? There's lots of bits about it that that, that oh gosh yes the very bright <laughs> the very bright tally light on the on the on the top of it. Yeah, I like that's, that. Yeah. It didn't. Well, I've, got these, I've, got these old, I've got these old dimming old dimmed old man's eyes so <laughs> so anything now that bright that that is bright i can i can make out <laughs> yeah, yeah you just get them out of a jar and stick them in your eyes yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, well mine would have to be um the da vinci resolve speed editor if i'm oh, being that's very a cool bit technical of kit. That is a bit and of kit. and for the for the listeners at home that is essentially um for DaVinci Resolve, which is a piece of editing software, the speed editor is basically a series of buttons that I have on a very, it looks very old fashioned, but it's very cool, um, where I press those buttons and things just happen that help me edit. So there's, but on the speed editor, there is a wheel and it's called a cutting wheel, which is designed to be like um, cutting and an old timey film editing from when people use actual physical film. So um, old timey. <laughs> well, you know, it's ancient film <laughs> technology. But um, the cutting wheel essentially is just a spinny wheel, and you spin it, and it moves you around, and you can cut with it. So but the it's, playhead moves, and it yeah, all, it all does it's, its thing. But it's the most satisfying cool. piece of technology ever. But okay, that cool. makes us that makes us officially boring and, and <laughs> techy. It wasn't just that that no, did it. Excellent. So, um, excellent. Okay. 
Okay, good. cool. Thank so, you. well, that's it for today. Um, please give us a listen and a rate and a subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, or you can listen to us uh, on www.howlfilm.co.uk. We release an episode every Tuesday. And if you've got a question for us to answer, then please let us know. Or if you'd like to be on the show as well, please let us know. Um, and you can find Howl Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn at Howl Film. Brilliant. And to, particularly to our Australian listeners, yeah, I, I feel we're like we're big in Australia, which we, is fantastic. We received note that we are on the charts in Australia. Yeah. So that's very exciting. We have not. We yet to bring out the, the, the you know kangaroos and the oh, you boomerangs. Can't, you can't do that. <laughs> Wrap it up. Okay. Right. Thank Bye. You. Bye. <laughs>